With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent. And basically what that means is what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself because everything is just the one thing. Now, spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. Science is now just catching up, but it's not new science. Um, Quantum physics has been around for over 100 years, and quantum physics has been teaching us the truth of oneness for at least the last 100 years. So it's something that should be mainstream by now. So um, that is the mission of the show. And today's show topic is Frequency Rider with Marie Moeller. Welcome, Marie, to Awake to Oneness Radio. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you. I discovered Marie just recently on YouTube. I live on YouTube. And I'm always, (laughs) at least weekly, discovering someone new that is in alignment with Mm -hmm. oneness and living the truth of oneness. Please share with our listeners who you are and your journey of how you discovered this truth of oneness and and what you do. Yes. Well, I describe myself as an artist, an author, a channel, and an intuitive. And I... From a very early age, I was connected with nature. That's how I experienced oneness. I came into this world, like like many intuitives and like many empaths, I was very connected to nature. And so I, um, I spent a lot of time in the mountains. I spent a lot of time at the beach. My earliest childhood memories are always being outside somewhere. Okay. And, um, and so, and I have very vivid memories as a child of having that deeper sense of a connection to something more. Um, but as an intuitive, and really, I don't know if you talk about this with your listeners, but really as an indigo child, as a star being, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have that language because I wasn't born into a family that had that language, but I had that language inside. Yes. And Right? Yes. And so... In the way that I moved through my inner world and my life as a child experiencing the world around me, I was very connected to magic. Mm. I was very connected to oneness and I was very connected to nature. And one of my early experiences that I, I think um, shaped who I am is that we had a family farm. We didn't live on the farm, but we owned a farm and a farmer planted corn there. Okay. And, um, 
And I have memories of getting lost in the cornfields, not lost in a scary way, but like in a going into another world inside myself. Yes. Um, and walking through these, these cornfields, and I noticed, I was probably seven at the time, and I remember noticing that where the corn stalks came through the soil, it popped these gorgeous uh, clear and smoky quartz crystals out of the ground. And once I discovered that, then I really spent time in the cornfields. Wow. Because I would go into the cornfields knowing that there was a treasure in there. Yes. And, um, and that was part of, I think, one of the beginnings of having kind of a mystical experience of the treasures that nature holds for us. Yes. And um, I kind of, that deepened my connection with whatever I would have called at the time, my connection with God, source, the world around me. Yes. And, and so I journeyed through my life staying very connected for a very long time. And then probably in my late teenage years, and my early college years, I started to fall away. I think I entered more of the matrix, I think. Yes. And, um, and I, I, I left a little bit of that special consciousness, but I just tucked it away inside. I don't think I ever really left it. Right. Um, and I continued my journey, very, very sensitive soul, a very empathic human being, mm -hmm. a very compassionate human being. And trying to find my way, like we all try and do in this realm. Yes. And so I journeyed and I um, met my partner while I was in college and um, we went to graduate school and she got her doctorate degree and I got my master's degree in psychology. Okay. And I practiced for a few years doing that, but always knowing that there was something more and that wasn't quite aligned for me. Okay. And so the universe is always listening to what we're thinking and feeling inside and always guiding us whether we know it or not. Very and um, I had, I, I gave birth to two sons um, in 2000 and 2001. Okay. Um, so they're just a year apart. Yes. And at that point I thought my journeying with um, um, growing our family was complete. Mm -hmm. But this is the funny thing. This is when spirit came knocking on my door. This is my, this is really from the time in the cornfields and some other experiences in my life. This is when spirit came through with a really strong communication that I was to have another child. Oh. Okay. And that was the first time I'd experienced something other than me communicating something to me about something that I was meant to be doing. Okay. And when that call or invitation or summoning whatever we'd like to call that came yes i resisted it because mm -hmm. i it was a lot of work as a lesbian family to create our children it was very expensive it was a pretty arduous journey for us mm -hmm. and so to make a long story short i resisted for about a year or two um getting that guidance and okay. what happens sometimes in our resistance it's initially a protection from what our ego thinks we don't want. It's trying to keep us safe from things that it deems not good for us. Right. And, um, but over time, as I listened to my ego and I was stepping away from what my heart center and my intuition was guiding me to do, mm -hmm. I began to suffer. And so I began to just suffer knowing that every day was not listening. <laughs> so finally, I finally, right, what happens is we get to a point of suffering where we surrender. And I said, okay, if this is mine to do, then I'm going to step into this and do this. 
And um, I sort of created my prayer with spirit. I said, you know, if, I, if this is mine, yes. then I need very much need different living situation. I need a different house. We weren't equipped for um, expanding our family in this way. Okay. So this is a huge story because it's a big part of my awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did honor that. And um, we did, we conceived in the first try for the third child. Okay. And thus began my journey quickly because very soon after I was starting to get the intuition that something might not be okay with the baby. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And in that journey, we discovered that I wasn't having one child, I was having two. So I was pregnant with twins. Um, the universe likes to deliver and sometimes over deliver, right? Yeah. So here I am having, uh, I'm pregnant with twins. And I started to have an awareness that something might not be okay with one of the babies. Okay. It took the doctors about five months to catch up with that knowing. Okay. Um, and once they started to find some things, they found many more okay. uh, in this one baby. The other baby was healthy and thriving and doing, you know, developing normally. Okay. So this is the beginning of my awakening into more of my, my gifts my heightened awareness, my higher awareness, and, um, and a journey of faith that was unfolding to me. Um, and so a lot of people who might be listening may have had their own experience that they were summoned to try something new. They were summoned to step into something different, maybe leave their job and try something else or take a risk, take a positive risk that doesn't quite line up with the logic of their lives, but lines up with the spirituality of their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So that's really what began to unfold. And, you know, of course, as the pregnancy is developing and I'm getting bigger and bigger and much bigger, um, so too is the energy that I'm sensing in this pregnancy. Okay. And I know that the pregnancy is just the beginning of what's to come. Okay. So when the babies are born, the the child, the infant with special needs, our daughter, needed um, surgical intervention to save her life within hours of birth. So she was delivered and she was taken straight to surgery. Okay. And she had um, several big surgeries and then she had some other ones later, but um, to save her life. Okay. And so, and they did. And the other baby thrived, was perfectly healthy. Um, and our family's course was set in that, in that very defining moment. Two and from that two moment two forward- Two girls? Two girls. Two girls. two girls. So I had two boys and two girls. Okay. Okay. Um, so the, the right. first two were boys. That's the first two were boys. And then the twins were girls. Yes. Awesome. So, so yes. So fast forward in that journey a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you experience something that the doctors don't have a diagnosis for and they don't understand, it takes you into a deep journey. Yes. And that's really what our experience was from that point forward. So she was a mystery. To every doctor that ever saw her, all of the symptoms no one had an answer for. And in our medical world, we're so over-specialized that the heart doctor only looks at the heart and the kidney doctor only looks at the kidney. So the doctors themselves don't really communicate. Their specialties don't really interact very much, very well. Mm -hmm. So we would have people, you know, prescribing one thing for one part of, you know, our child, her medical needs. And it would be impacting the other parts of her. So this is, again, a message that I'm going through in my life where, number one, 
the world that I had been raised in, I can't say that I totally believed, but the world I was conditioned into is that the doctors do have the answers, right? I mean, we are conditioned to believe that medicine has the answers. Yes. And this was my first experience ever having this level of medical need in my life. Mm-hmm. And I got to see that the doctors don't have the answers. Exactly. I'm so glad. And I, I just, you know, don't, yeah. don't lose your thought, okay? Because this, this is fascinating. I just wanted to share that mm-hmm. I, similar to you, I always had an intuition. And you mentioned um, indigo children, starch seeds, all that. Because I recently, from I, I listened to a lot of channel material, and just from all of my my listening and 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 what resonates with me, I do believe I am a a star seed. I do. Yes. And when I was little, I just always felt like I don't belong here. You know? <laughs> yes. I am yes. not. I and, and like you said, I didn't have words for it. Of course, I couldn't say to my parents, this is in the 60s. I didn't say to my parents, well, I don't belong here. Yeah, but I felt it. I very much felt like I didn't belong here. But very recently, from my studies, I believe I am a Palladian star seed because um, of my um, Cherokee Indian ancestry. Mm. And I recently discovered that the Cherokee Indians were very connected to the Palladians. Wow, that's beautiful. I hadn't heard that before. Uh, I just I just learned it myself. Yeah. I just learned it, but when I heard it, it just resonated with me. Yes. It just totally resonated with me. Yeah. But, But please continue on. Well, I just want to say when you hear truth like that and you feel that resonance, you feel it in your whole being. Yes. It's something that drops down deep inside you that says, I remember. Yes. Yes. So beautiful. And so, also, I wanted to say too, when you said about, I, it was not a knowing, but well, it was kind of a knowing. When my son Kyle was born in 84, he was born with um, what they, they weren't worried about. He had a hole in his heart, a uh, um, heart, heart murmur. Mm. And, but they were saying it's very common and it will close on its own, on its own. But that wasn't my issue when he was born. They, they when we were checked, when we were supposed to go home, had an emergency C-section. Doctors wanted to, he had a a localized fever. It it was like just where his, um, where the umbilical cord was. Yes. A localized fever. And they wanted to do a spinal tap. I said, no way. I said, I'm going home. I'm taking my baby home. I'm getting out of here. And they said, they had to, they made me, sign myself out meaning against doctor's orders i signed myself yes. out and i signed my newborn baby out i knew the only problem was that it was starting to get an infection probably because nurses weren't cleaning the area well all i did is take him home clean the area with um you know just antiseptic and it cleared up in in a day or so but i'm like you want to give my baby a spinal tap just because he has yeah. a localized localized you can tell his head's not hot his legs his arms right. the only place that's hot is his belt i'm like i didn't go to medical school but i know that right. <laughs> right so right I, I, as far as the western medicine 
Yes. I do not do Western medicine at all. <laughs> we are kindred spirits with yeah. that. And I think many of us are having our own experiences that call us to question, um, you know, and they, they have a specific training and that's their training. That's what their training tells them to do. Yeah. And yet we have to bring intuition into these conversations, right? And we have to listen. The key, and, and maybe that's a theme of our call. Yes is listening because we're we're taught almost not to listen exactly we're conditioned not to listen and we're rewarded for yeah, not listening exactly we're conditioned now a regular person would have said okay the doctors know best and right heck no yes oh my god get me out of here <laughs> yes and this is this is before my awakening. This is yes. before. I didn't have my awakening to 2007. So it's but like, it was just intuition. No. <laughs> yes. And you still had your star being self. Yes. That wisdom was accessible to you, even if you weren't consciously aware that that's what it was. Yes. It was fully present for you in that moment. Yes. And these are miracles. Yes. These are miracles because a whole other, you know, if, I don't know how, uh, what you talk about with your listeners, but you know, if, if there's many other timelines that were possible of experience for you with your son, right? you chose a timeline when you said, no, he's right. not going to have right. Yes. That experience. We're going in a different direction. Yes. Right. But he could have easily had that spinal tap. He could have easily had that experience and you might've had a whole different life experience because of that. Very true. Very right, true. for better, for worse. And yes. these are, that's kind of how our lives go, is every day we're making these vibrational choices that either align with our heart centers and who we're really meant to be, or they align with more of the conditioned responses that we're expected to be. Exactly. And so but now let's it go is, back to your daughter yeah. was born. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Let's so, <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> so pull back around. And yeah. um, so my daughter was born and, um, and the journey really began. And I think we were talking about the doctors didn't have the answers. Yes. And they really struggled um, because some of what she was exhibiting was a, a um, is, isn't, I don't even know what they would call it, but an, a scream that lasted pretty much 24 hours a day. Okay. So they, that made the doctors uncomfortable even when we were at the appointments. So right. some of the doctors weren't responsible for dealing with that aspect of her. So we were rushed into appointments and rushed out because her condition overall was making people uncomfortable. So and when, now she had to sleep at some point. So when she wasn't sleeping, she was screaming. Yes. Okay. 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 So, yes, you would think that there would have been some reprieve, but really not, not with the conditions she had. Okay. It was all the time, maybe an hour a day, not, but other than that, it was, it was her entire experience. Okay. And hours. Okay. I got you. So, so when the doctors had no answers and intuitions were coming through and I was start beginning to have some past life memory, I was beginning to have timelines poke through into this timeline awarenesses that i never had access to before mm -hmm. were starting to blossom into my experience for better or for worse things that i didn't understand were coming to me intuitively okay Th things that were guidance to some degree were also coming intuitively so i think it was my higher self and spirit tossing me a lifeline 
to start to begin to survive this experience that had just landed in my family's right in the middle of my family's experience. Right. So I had a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and newborn twins, and one with severe special needs. Okay. And, um, and that also caused most of our family members and friends at the time, it was too much for everybody. So most people cleared out of our life at that point. They just couldn't handle the level of intensity we were going through. Yes. So this is kind of how spirit and our higher selves sometimes script something in our lives that feels completely unbearable, completely overwhelming, almost unlivable or unsurvivable. And yet the perfection, if we can endure it and move through it long enough, is there are so many gifts inside it. Yes. And so that's what I was tasked with is finding a way to unpack what the gifts were when I was really at my life force was leaving my body. Mm -hmm. Right. My own life force, my own belief in the light, my own spiritual stamina and fortitude. I, I had many days where I was thinking about how I was summoned into this experience. Remember resistantly, yes. reluctantly. Yes. I finally said yes. And my question to God, source, the angels, my guides was, I listened. <laughs> I was obedient. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I was obedient. Really? <laughs> really? Like, this is it, right? Like, yes. this is the rest of my life. What this is, is going to be the rest of my life. And I see no way out. Yes. And the doctors, they had no answers. I mean, they were by, by, you know, two or four, six or eight months into this, they were just saying, look, I really can't tell you anything more. I have nothing more to share with you. I can't help you in any other way. Okay. And they pretty much started to discharge us more and more and saying, when she's 20 or 25, we'll know a lot more. 20 or 25. You know, she's six months old or eight months old. 20 or 25 is a very, very long way away. Yes. So what this does is it forces you to go in instead of out you realize that nothing from this plane of existence was going to support us in the way we needed to be supported. Yes. And when all of our family members and a lot of our connections with people who, you know, there's a lot of people who care and love about you, but some things are just too much yeah. for anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what happened. So when all that cleared out of our experience, I was left with uh, my intuition and, and, and I had crossed paths in those first few months with somebody who was a channel. Okay. Locally to me. Okay. And so I, I made an appointment because I couldn't explain what was happening to me. Yes. And so I had several sessions with her and then I found that I needed to go weekly um, just to start to put into context what was going on. Right. And it was incredibly helpful, but it got incredibly expensive yes. too. And it's difficult to even just get out for the appointment because I had all this going on at home. Right. So I very quickly knew I needed a direct line of communication like the channel had. Yes. Uh, right. Yes. Instead yes. of having to go see her. And so that's exactly what happened is she was also communicating with me in the channeled sessions that I was in fact, all of us are a channel. Yes, all of are. us are. Yes, we are. But some of us, it's a little more accessible than others at this time to different okay. degrees. It just, and mine, just, yeah. just give you an example. I teach piano lessons and oh. I've been teaching piano lessons for 25 years for to children from three to 16. Some children are just naturally gifted, but everybody can learn. Like you said, we're all channel. Everybody can learn how to play the piano, but yes. not everybody is naturally gifted. It comes easily to them. So that's yes. basically the, the same. So true. We are all musical beings is yes. what I hear you saying. We are all musical. 
Well, what I'm saying is we're all channels. But and we're all channels. Back, it doesn't come easy to all of us. For right. some people, it comes very easily and naturally yeah. to, because that's their gift. We all are blessed with gifts, but we're all able to channel. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And all I had to do, like, like you would probably say about your students, is I just had to practice. Exactly. I just, <laughs> I just had to practice. I right? did that till I'm blue in the face. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I just had to make an appointment with spirit every day. And at that time in my life, I didn't have an hour to practice. I didn't have that. Yeah. But I had five minutes. Yes. I could find five minutes to connect every day, and I kept my appointments. Yes. And by keeping that appointment, I, I went from hearing the name of my spirit guide as the letter E. I didn't get anything else, but I got the letter E. Okay. And I knew he was a Native American shaman medicine man. Ooh. And I knew he had a huge presence. But that's all I got for the first few weeks of my five-minute appointments. Okay. But over time, I heard his full name, okay. Earth Feather. Mm -hmm. Earth Feather was his English-translated name anyway. Say that again. Um, Earth Feather. Earth. So like feather of the earth. Yes, mm -hmm. earth feather. Okay. Earth feather. Okay. And and then it proceeded to become, and I was doing a lot of this messaging at this point through automatic handwriting. Okay. So that's like taking dictation from spirit. I've been a scribe for many lifetimes, and so that was my easiest connection point, was to literally write onto the page the messages coming from spirit. Awesome. So, so I started getting words, and then I started getting sentences and paragraphs, and now my world is touched that... I open the channel. If I'm in front of a computer, I'm in front of a notebook, I could write 24 hours a day if I had the stamina for it. Okay. Because it's all, the universe and my guides are always willing and ready to give the messages wow. as long as there's time in the asking. Wow. So, so that's what started to happen. They started to give me the messages that I was needing to really understand what this was really about in my life experience, in my family's life experiences. And, um, and it activated my channeling skills and it activated my higher connection to spirit and it activated my understanding of the oneness and the interconnectedness and the timelessness that we are. Yes. And maybe this is when I'll bring into the story is that one of their first and constant pieces of uh, guidance, they started saying to me, color the magic again. They would say it over and over, almost like a mantra, mm -hmm. color the magic again. Okay. And this is me. Just picture me in my life, though. Like, just we're just barely getting by. We're just barely doing all that it requires for four kids under four and right. keeping a household running with everything else. We were the nurses, the doctors, the everything you had to be. We were all of it. Right. And they kept saying, color the magic again. And again, so anybody listening, if you get guidance, we have to listen with discernment and we have to listen with faith and trust. But if they're a right vibration for us, even if we don't understand them, yes. we will find a way to understand them. It will be understood at some point. Yes. Okay. And so this color the magic instruction amidst other guidances that I was getting, but that was their steady. When I would be at that point of just feeling like I couldn't do another hour, I wasn't going to make it another 20 minutes of it. It was just too much. Right. They would say this to me again, color the magic again. And so finally, and I, I wasn't even thinking that I was a published author. At this point, I was already a published author. Wow, amazing. And I couldn't understand what this meant. And sometimes spirit is a little like that too. It can be, I don't know if it's cryptic, but we may not understand what they're fully saying. Exactly. So I started 
thinking about, you know, I'm either losing life force by the day and I'm losing my spirit and my, my, um, my life force. I was just losing my stamina for life. Right. And, um, or I can listen to what they're saying and at least try and figure it out. Right. So I started taking some of the inspirations either that came through channeled messages or that I just heard intuitively and designing little bumper stickers and little designs that I put on mugs and t-shirts okay. at a place called Cafe Press. I discovered a place that would let you do that and I created a little shop and that was something that I gave myself like 30 minutes a day to start creating again. Okay. So even though I was exhausted, even though I was stressed, even though I had these just so much going on in our life and being pulled in so many directions. Yes. What I found was making time to create like that and create with color started to fill my life force again. I started to get filled back up again, little by little by these little, they were like medicinal doses of color and creation. Wow. And it became a lifeline. And I started noticing, I feel so much better, even though I have to work to make that time to do it. When I would do it, I would step outside of time. I would step outside of the difficulties of my experience and I could access a different frequency. Yes. Right? The athletes call that being in the zone. Yes. 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 That's exactly what happened. Yes. And so I got into the zone when I would create like that. Yes. And I started to understand more of the color, the magic again. I started yes. to understand more of the essence of what they were saying. Yes. And so I started writing more books and I started publishing more books and I made some CDs and I, I downloaded about 60 songs that still haven't really been published that are all about the soul's journey through time. Wow. They'll have their place at some time, okay. but I became like a creation machine. I just became a channel of creation awesome. at that point awesome. for about 10 or 15 years. And so where many other people might turn to substances, yes. right? Or other things to dull down the pain. Yes. I think my guides at one point said that is an option, but you've already journeyed that in some other lifetimes. You already well know yes. that that's not really going to get you where you need to go this lifetime. Exactly. So that is not a timeline I chose to experience this lifetime. I chose, I suppose, their guidance, which was to create my way out. Perfect. Create my way out. That's beautiful. And that is so, that is so key that we follow what is being spoken to from inside because it's not, the outer world is not going to guide you to your life's purpose purpose for your reason for being here that you're not going to get that from the outer world matter of fact like normally the outer world tells you the opposite or if he's like oh i feel like i want to this is coming from inside i want to do this most people around you will say are you crazy you know you know the outer world will tell you the opposite the ego mind will tell you the opposite of what your heart right like i'll give you an example of another very short one before i was awakened to the truth of oneness um in 2001 um right after 9 11 and i never was a big watching news person but the only thing after 9 11 the only thing that was on television was news so i was in my room i think i was cleaning and the news was on and i was listening to the news and i heard this loud and clear it was my higher self my my guide or something telling me inside turn off that news and never turn it back on again I even said, why? I just, I heard that loud and clear inside. When I say heard, I didn't hear it audibly. It was coming from my heart center. Inside, it was coming from my heart center. And I was obedient. 
I didn't yeah. know even why at the time. I turned off the news and I have never watched mainstream media news since. Wow. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how clear you can yes. feel that guidance when we, when we listen and even just approximating that, even just approximating that level of listening. Yes. And it create wonders in your world, in your life. Yes. And you felt it. And I've, we've both been touched by it. And I'm sure many of the people attracted to listening to your shows, listening to these conversations have likely been touched by that or they're seeking it. Yes. They're looking to have that kind of connection in their life. Yes. Um, to bring it to life in their experience. A absolutely. And so that listening is so, it's so profound and it's so healing and it's so precise yes. a lot of the time. It's incredibly precise. It yes. knows exactly what we need in the moments that we need it. Exactly. And so part of what we're talking about here today is, is just creating space in our lives where that inner voice can speak, exactly. where that inner guidance can come through. Exactly. And, um, and you know, even before I was very conscious, even before I would consider myself awakened, yes. I would get guidance in the shower. Or I would get guidance when I was washing dishes, usually around water for me, because okay. water conducts energy yes. and electricity. This is true. Yes. Right? And yes. so, but but for anyone, you can listen to where do you get in sort of that wonderfully daydreamy, open kind of space. Some people might do it when they're outside running, yes. right? Or during their fitness practices or yes. yoga or whatever they might do. Right. But it is sort of allowing ourselves to be open to letting it come through and, and creating the invitation that you would welcome it to come through. Yes, very true, very yeah. true. And I always say it's important to quiet that mind, the monk, I call it the monkey yeah. mind, because it's gonna, when you, everybody knows when they feel that inspiration, but they, it, what they do is they allow the monkey mind to say, no, you can't. And instead, you know, instead of just taking that inspiration and say, okay, I'm gonna listen to this inspiration, and just go with it, run with it. Yes. Yes. And it's re it revitalizes us when we do. It's like a whole little mini upgrade, a little tune-up to our whole vibrational field yes. when we do listen. It's, it's generally for our highest good. Yes. And if there's, a, if there's a vibration that comes through that doesn't feel like it's your highest good, you can always you know, listen closely to that. And if it doesn't feel good, then you can ask it to go back to the light. You don't have to accept a guidance that's coming through if it doesn't feel right. Exactly, exactly. So that's another part of the journey. So, yeah. so yeah, so it's, it's been a, a kind of a, a 15 year journey at least, okay. um, activating this color, the magic frequency into my experience okay. and, and creating and consciously creating. And I became a channel for messages for humanity to come through in, in books and in, um, you know, I, I, anywhere I could share it, I was sharing it. <laughs> Bumper stickers, T-shirts, books, CDs, things like that. Awesome. And, um, and, and probably about three years ago, I knew I needed to sort of do a whole new upgrade with a website that would allow a blog and start really organizing these messages and allowing spirit to come through on a regular basis because mm -hmm. publishing can take so long. Right. You can work on a book and it takes time to publish, then it has to get out to the public a different way. Right. This was more direct and more accessible. The yeah. It's awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so I did. So I created that website and um, I, I think another star being was leading a tutorial, tutorial on YouTube. Okay. Right. 
and teaching about the consciousness of a website and connecting with the people who are meant for your messages. So I thought, well, this tutorial must be for me because that's exactly why I feel like I want to create the website. Okay. So I wait, built wait, the web share, share the name of the website with the uh, <laughs> It's frequencywriter.com. Okay. So I'm a writer of frequency. That's yeah. where that comes from. So yeah, yeah. Frequencywriter.com. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've been channeling and, and blogging ever since. And so I do a text version of the messages that come through every two weeks. Okay. Um, that some are energy forecasts for the month of uh, what humanity is experiencing as a collective. I've been listening to two of yours, um, which was about July. This, this month, we're still in July. July 2019. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of energy right now, a lot of infusions of light, really upgrading our entire system. So, you know, and, and in a way, some of us might feel like we're being upended or, you know, big shifts coming through, clo closing outs of things that aren't serving our higher good now yes. and uh, beginnings of things and doorways and portals that were that are inviting us to step through with some courage and fortitude and faith. Yes. Um, Yes. And so it is a huge time for our world to literally set ourselves free yes. from the conditioning and the matrix that our own thinking and belief systems have been um, entrapping us a little bit or enslaving. We've enslaved ourselves to some degree with a larger matrix that's also supported that kind of enslavement and entrapment. Exactly. And, and, it's, so, all, and it's all our choice. It's our, you know, because it's, it's truly our creation. And it's our choice to decide, okay, am I going to make my, am I going to live from a point, a place of fear? Or am I going to live from a place of love? I mean, I was thinking, and I, I realized many, many, many years later that um, I got the message to turn off the mainstream news because yes. the, the purpose of news literally is to keep us in a state of fear. And, yes. and my higher self, my did not want me being in a state of fear. It wanted me to live from a place of love. So that's why I turned it off and I've never turned it back off. Right. And when you turned it off, you turned, you tuned into a different frequency, which a station like a radio station or a TV channel or a YouTube channel, whatever. It's yeah. a frequency. So you turned off that frequency so you could tune into that higher light filled frequency. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, and I think we were being summoned to do that more and more. And I think one of the things that the guides have really talked to me about um, for many, many years when, with this theme of color the magic again, because I think it's not just a message for me. It's a message for all of us. It's for humanity. Mm -hmm. Right. It's for humanity. And it's part of that color the magic again means tune into your talents. Tune into that thing that you love to do, that you lose a sense of time when you're doing it, that you just... You know, you, time feels like there is no time, yes. right? Yes. Right? And yes. so where you just absolutely love being in that energy and you love how you feel when you're in that energy. Yes. And it is through our talents that I think we are, number one, going to come together more and more. Mm -hmm. Because we need every single unique aspect and soul that's on this planet to work together to create that bigger picture that's forming a new earth experience. That is so true. I, always, I speak about how we are all unique aspects of 
God, all that is. I always say God slash all that is because God is everything. There's nothing outside yeah. of God. And we're all uh, multidimensional, holographic aspect of God, of the divine. And we all are uniquely, we have unique talents. Like there's, you're uniquely you. Only yes. you can bring what you're bringing to humanity, only you can bring. Nobody else can bring that. What I'm bringing, we each have that. And we each, so without each of us, the, the puzzle is not complete. We all are that unique aspect of the divine. We yeah. are. And it's like, I think it's in one of my books, but they, I channeled the, you know, I channeled the stories in these books too, yeah. which, um, but we're all, it's like we're a candle in the sun. Okay. Right, same thing. Of uh, we're if if a piece of us is missing, then there's something in the whole puzzle that's missing. Exactly. And so, one of the ways that as a collective culture we've forgotten how to tune into our soul presence, our true self, our higher self, is that we've been conditioned away from what our truest talents are. Yes. Whether it's be we wanted to be an artist and we were told we had to be that accountant, yes. right? Or yeah. or we wanted to be an accountant and and somehow someone told us you can't make money as an accountant, so you need to go be this. You know, yeah. it's often very, how are you going to get to the next step in your life if you don't do X, Y, and Z? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Instead of listening from an early age, any child will tell you what they love doing. Any exactly. child will show you what lights them up from the inside out. Exactly. Any of them will tell them, well, when I grow up, I'm going to be, you know, a I'm going to be a train engineer or something, right? Yeah. Or I'm going to be a doctor. Or I'm going to be an artist. Or They'll tell you. Yes. But we as adults forget that. And we, we often answer the question, what do you want to be when you grow up kind of thing? Yes. Is, is the answer that will make us the most money or that we think others expect of us. Exactly. And when we get further and further away from that candle that's, yes. that makes up the central sun for yes. all of us, yes. then we don't shine as brightly. Exactly. And so how many people are in jobs that they don't resonate with <laughs> or jobs that sometimes actually make people feel sick because mm -hmm. it's so not aligned with who they are, but yet they don't know how to make the choices to start moving into a different experience. Exactly. And some of those choices are inner choices just to start by listening. Even if I'm going into this job that I'm not aligned with every day. Yes. But I know that baking for my family lights me up. Right. So I'm going to make it a point every week to bake with love for my family. Exactly. That's one of the, e it doesn't have to be, you go back to school to be the thing that you are. Okay. Right. Exactly. It's, exactly. it's that you listen for what you are and then you take action to honor and be what you are, whatever that is. Right. And because everything is frequency, vibration, frequency. Yes. Even if you're going into that job and you hate, you know, you don't like it. It doesn't resonate with you. Remember that everything is frequency. So remember, I'm going to go into this job and I'm going to just, I'm thankful I have an income. I'm thankful for the paycheck that I get. I'm, I look around, I'm, you're going to look for, you want to look for what you're thankful for until the universe will open up a space for you to move out of there. But you yes. want, the only way that space is going to open up for you to move out of there is you have to raise your vibration. You have to go there with a smile on your face and say, I'm just loving in every now moment and the universe will open it up and it'll, it'll come. And one of the easiest ways then to be open and to experience that 
portal that you're going to step through yeah. is through something that you know inside that you love doing and being and you love about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I love being a channel. Okay. I love being a channel all day long, every day. Right? <laughs> right? I, I, the reason I'm laughing <laughs> is because I have no desire to be a channel. <laughs> None. That's not my calling. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love, I, I, my son communicates. My son is in spirit. Yes. He communicates with me all the time through my heart. I can ask him something. I hear the answer inside, mm -hmm. um, but I have no desire to be a channel. So exactly yeah. like you said, it, it's following your, your passion. Now I was inspired to, to launch this show Four, four and a half years ago, six months after my son's transition. And I love mm -hmm. it. There's, I have people tell me, don't ever stop doing your show. And I'm like, I won't. <laughs> because I know I love what I'm doing. So I'm going to keep doing it. But yeah, it's exactly. so beautiful. And lights you up from the inside out. Yes. Right? Somebody else might be listening to the two of us and say, well, I don't want to be a channel and I don't want to host a show. Right. Because I, I don't resonate with that. But they might say, I love fixing up cars. Yes. Or right? I love taking care of children, yes. whatever it might be. Like it's really listening for where that light just like comes from inside you and loves the experience of that thing. Exactly. And when you're in a job that doesn't feel good, you can call up that talent while you're at work. No one knows what you're glowing from the inside exactly. in that way. So you could be working away um, as a payroll clerk or a receptionist or whatever, right. but inside you're loving who you are. Exactly. Inside, you're loving the magic of whatever colors you and rainbows you and yeah. helps you glow from the inside out. Exactly. And that also couples with that appreciation for what is and appreciation that you know spirit is leading you perfectly into the perfect connection and perfect path ahead. Exactly. And when you can fall back into that level of trust, Yes. And we only fall back into that level of trust, right? Yes. Once we practice it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Even I told you I've been teaching piano lessons now for 25 years. I never intended to teach piano lessons. I purchased the piano uh, 25 years ago. Wow. I was working in a corporate in the corporate America at that time. But I said, you know what? I can help pay for this piano by teach. I love children. Always had a passion for children. I have a passion for music. I was like, okay, you know what can help pay for this piano? I start teaching a few lessons part-time as I was working in corporate America. And then just from word of mouth, my, my student list grew and grew and grew. So that's, so it wasn't a plan. And I went from, and corporate America did not resonate with me, <laughs> but, I, I, but I did find something I love. While I was working in corporate America, I love being creative with the computer. A multi, yes. I'm a multimedia designer. I like design. Now, this is before I started designing websites, but I like designing websites. I like being creative with the computer. And I discovered that while I was working in corporate America. It's like, I love working with PowerPoint and all of that. This is back in the early nineties. And wow. so I continued. So even though I left corporate America, cause it wasn't for me, I had already from that experience, I had already um, developed teaching as a teaching piano as a income source. And then I started being creative and doing things, you know, my own thing. So I've been pretty much self-employed for, 20 years just wow. what I love. 
amazing? Yes. And I think that's what wants to open up inside all of us is for us to start, whatever you call it, I would use the word channeling, but being a conduit for our gifts. Yes. And when we're willing to be that conduit, whatever they are, they will come through. Exactly. And they will lead us into something that's more aligned. I think that's a lot of July's energies. And as we move through the rest of summer and into this fall, the, the, the universal, this influx of light energies that are continually upgrading us are calling us more and more into that greater alignment with ourselves yes. and exposing what's not aligned. Yes. Right? And so that can be relationships, that can be jobs, that can be lots of things. Yeah. Or just the way that we're eating, the foods that we're choosing to feed ourselves every day. Yes. Maybe, you know, a diet of a lot of very sugary sodas or whatever else we might be taking in right now. Right. Maybe that was fine for our bodies three weeks ago. Right. But in the ways the frequencies are changing so quickly now, you might notice that you could have that cake or that whatever, you know, nutritional things that you're eating yeah. one week and the next week all of a sudden you can no longer have that thing yes because our bodies are changing to align us with this new body template and this new temple that yes. we really are that's supposed to house more of our gifts yes. we are in a way like a woman who wants to get pregnant to have a child starts to prepare her vessel yes. and her womb for the child to be yes. we are literally preparing our vessel yes. to be this higher light being Yes, and I love how you said that because our body, I mean, even in church, when I was active in church, they teach you that um, your body is a temple. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It's, it definitely, just like you would want to take care of your car. Like, oh. I think of the body as a vehicle. Right. It's our vehicle to get around in this dimension, the third right. dimension. And so, just like you would take care of your car, because you want your car to get you from point A to point B, you take care of it. Same thing with your body. You, you know, you just take care of it and, and you feel better. I go up and down with my weight all the time. And recently, just in the last three months or so, I've just packed, I was, I stopped, I wasn't focusing on eating healthy. I wasn't exercising every day. Then my grandson came and spent the week with me and I'm like, I was going to go back on my exercise. I, low carb vegan is, I, I love it. It works for my body low carb vegan and I'm not I'm 95% vegan I'm not 100% vegan because on a holiday on Thanksgiving I want a turkey leg okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm being honest here <laughs> what what I like what I buy at home and I, the diet that really um, works for me is low carb vegan and so when my grandson came I was like okay I'm gonna switch I'm like I can't he's he's nine I'm like, okay, we had ice cream every night. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> see, it went home. So it's, I'm on day eight. I'm doing uh, my own master cleanse. Now, yes. I do the master cleanse, the master cleanse that you can, people can go on themastercleanse.com or themastercleanse.org. I did that years ago, 10 days, but I do my own master cleanse where I'm making it more, it's still the same essence, but I'm making it my own. So, and I'm on day, day eight. That's exciting. And that feel when it's something you give yourself when you're ready to give it to yourself. Yes. It's what we do when we're ready. We know it's time and, and we, and we take those steps and there's something, our body responds so well Yes. when also it knows that you're honoring it at this different higher vibrational way. Yes. Right? 
And we may have waves of this, like you said, it may ebb and flow. Yes. But, you know, I was a vegan since 2009. Okay. And I did a big detox last year. It was a four month, very intense herbal detox. I have to tell you, wow. it was intense. Four months. <laughs> four months. Okay. Eight days is my, is my, right. yeah, yeah. It, it was a long journey. Um, and at the end of that, my body was different and I craved protein in a way that I had not craved in my whole lifetime. Okay. I've always been energetically a vegetarian, even if my family wasn't. Okay. And then in 2009, when I became a vegan, yes. um, and I changed out all the cleaning products in my house. I got all of the chemicals out and I really did a big reset here with all of that. And yes. I got a Vitamix. I don't know if you know what a Vitamix is, but or like a Nutribullet. Yeah. Right? Well, I have the Ninja. The ninja. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ninja. I have ninja. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so, you know, and I was making all these smoothies, like I got way into all my smoothies. And so, but after that detox, something happened and my body shifted where I need more protein and I was getting really depleted by not having it. So that's another example to your listeners and our listeners today, just that it may shift in a different direction than we don't expect. Exactly. So here I am, I'm adding tuna fish back into my diet. I've added some eggs into my diet for the protein. Okay. Um, that my body and my body's completely perked back up again. So, okay. so yeah. that, that theme of listening is, is coming through again, because as we continue to shift to accommodate these upgrades in this new light, we may be in a different space in two months from now exactly. and certainly six months from now. And we have to be willing to adapt to listen to those higher vibrational needs that our body needs. And it may shift a lot over the coming months and few years. Ahead. Exactly. You're so right because we are, and we have to remember we're all unique. So what's right for your body may not be right for right. my body. We're, we have to remember, we have to listen to our body. Like, I, like I say, I say to, I'm not, I'm 95% vegan because at home, that's all I buy is vegan. But like if I'm out and like at least once a month, probably when this is when I'm good now that I'm trying to take off the weight that I put on <laughs> no. Thanksgiving. I will not have any meat for Thanksgiving because I'm going to take off the weight. But once about once a month, I will have either fish, turkey, or chicken, like once a month. And that yeah. and I'm good. I'm good with that. Yeah. I've never been big on eggs, and I'm I'm really I make a really good tofu scramble. So now oh, that I've how to so make so good. Yes, now that I make the perfect tofu, I actually like tofu scramble better than scramble eggs. I know. I think I agree with you. Okay. I, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I I haven't made that in so long. In fact, I might have to make that this week. Now that you say I try that. to do that every Sunday. That's my Sunday meal: tofu scramble with some vegan sausage. That's my. Because I, oh, yeah. I try to stay low-carb vegan. And that was yeah. one of the things, too. I wanted to go, I've been doing this now for two years. Started two years July, July 2017. Because huh. I went uh, low-carb vegan. But the thing is, I know that low-carb keeps the weight off me because I go up and down like a yo-yo. And I said, no, I have to be low-carb. And I'm like, can I be a vegan and low-carb? Yes, you can. Yes. Yes. Can. <laughs> yes. Low carb. I have that would be an interesting call to conversation to have because I would be curious to hear more about that. But yeah. if you know, I'm sure your listeners might be curious about how you are a vegan and low carb. And I think a lot of people, as we move into different foods that are going to meet our different nutritional requirements as, mm -hmm. as the light continues to lead us, yes, would be very curious to hear how you achieve that. Well, I will share. And I, um, the thing is, the internet. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> low carb vegan recipes are YouTube even better because they show you how to make it. Low carb vegan recipes. Yes. Yes. The internet. We okay. any questions we have? Google. I know, right? <laughs> it is amazing. It's the one mind, right? It it's is. It is. And it is. it is part of I think why so many of our systems are changing because where before you had to go to school and go through that arduous linear task of mastering skills, yeah. you can access anything that you need from the one mind at any time. The internet. <laughs> the internet. But if any of the listeners, now I, I love to cook and I have, I have, and I make, like I say, I make everything my own. I, I will look at three or four recipes on YouTube and for one dish and I'll take what I like from that one. I'll take what I like from that one and I'll make it my own. But if any of my listeners are interested in any yeah. of my low carb vegan recipes, just yeah. email me and I'll be happy to send them to them. Oh my gosh. I have a feeling you will be getting some emails. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then same with you. Yes. Interested, I'll, you. Since you said the scrambled tofu, I will send you that recipe. Please. I um, would love that. That yeah. would be fantastic. Yes. So good. But these are all the kinds of, this is the world that you and I both live in. This is the world probably a lot of your listeners live in is that listening, creating, taking conscious action steps, trusting with faith in the light and in the oneness and in the all that is that you talk about. Yes. We, no one can, we, you don't get a ticket. Like you, you just can't pass go. You have to engage this process. Yes. And you, know, you can read books and you can go to workshops. You can do all these things. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's our own personal experiences that give us the knowledge and the meaning that so many of us are seeking now. Yes. And, and okay. sometimes the universe will bring a tremendously catalyzing experience in our lives like you have had and like I have had. Yes. Um, and sometimes the whisperings are softer. Yes. So they're little nudges or they're little tiny invitations to try something here and try something there. But whatever it is, we are called to be an active participant in our ascension process, in our personal growth process, in the transformation that's occurring, and really in this, these cosmic upgrades that are moving through us and changing us at a cellular level, mm -hmm. and that I would say at a cellular level. Yes. So our cells and our souls, everything is shifting now to be more of that it's homo luminous, right? Homo luminous, we're becoming. All right. right. Now, this is the first time I've ever, I've never heard that word before. Oh, I, uh, oh, I'd heard it a long time ago, and I haven't said it again for a while, but I think we're homo sapiens, right? Right. So I think we're moving into being homo luminous, which is okay. beings of light. Okay. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Well, I know that we are, our DNA is shifting from, I know we're carbon based to crystalline base. Yes. I, I've heard. So, yes. yes. Most yeah. definitely. We're moving from, we're actually moving from third dimension and we're going, we're going to go, I, from what I understand, because I'm not a channel, yeah. <laughs> I understand from all the channel information I listen to, we're, yeah. we're, we're going from 3D going into 4D, but we're going like to 5D. So like, yeah, 4D is like a bridge. It is a bridge. 4D is like a bridge to 5D. So, but we're going to really, so we're going to go quickly over the bridge and be yes. in 5D. 
Yes. We're really hybridizing now. We are really in deep in that 40. In my experience and the messages yes. that I get, we're deep in that bridge now. Yes. And, um, and practicing the soul skills it requires to sustain that fifth dimensional frequency and that fifth dimensional body temple. Yes. And that share, share with the listeners, because I was listening um, to one of your um, channels this morning and you were talking about the soul skills. Share, share with our listeners what those soul skills are. Yes. Well, so in many ways, there's some of the skills that I I probably have had to tune into as a channel, but the guides have been bringing through very specific skills at, at the intervals that they are um, determining. Okay. But the first soul skill that they gave, and these are skills to help us more seamlessly and easily and comfortably make that transition from 3D into our 5D operating systems in our fifth dimensional consciousness. Okay. So the first, there's four that I have so far. Okay. The first is conscious breathing, okay? okay? And that's literally making that time, whether it's a minute to five minutes a day, and really just taking a deep conscious breath inside ourselves and really feeling divine white light in that breath and going into all of our cells that might feel weary, overwhelmed, stressed, disconnected, separated, or in some way not living our most authentic and aligned life. That divine breath, if we just take that moment where we pause, you can do this at work and nobody has to know exactly. that you're consciously taking this divine breath, yes. but you can know. Yes. And it can reset your entire energy field. It you is know, amazing. You know, one of the, now I, 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 I hope this is not too much information. I like to take that divine breath when I go to the bathroom. You know, so yes. I, I'm alone. You know, I work from home and I'm alone anyway. But yeah. every time I go in, it's just remember to breathe. Remember to take that breath. There's no rush, you know. That's yeah. right. It is. It's one of those times. And we make time for that every day. We make time to go to the bathroom. Yes. So when you can That's a good, I'm just, uh, just uh, a tip to the listeners, an idea. Okay, especially if you work at a really hectic, you're in a really hectic office. Yeah and you can't find time to do that at your desk, you're right. gonna take a potty break at some time. Right. Exactly. You know, you, yes, that's a good time. And then sometimes when you don't even have to go, just go. Just go. Just go. You won't be right. disturbed in there. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. That, that potty break is soul time. Yeah. And that, that may be a new way that your listeners connect with that. Yes. But it's, True. And when we're at work, there isn't much time for us sometimes to consciously be in our soul presence. Right. Especially we're in a, if we're in a big, fast-paced, um, multitasking environment. Yes. That five-minute bathroom break that you get a couple times a day is your time to tune in. Exactly. So if that's you, or if you're a busy parent and you've got lots of kids at home, yes. whatever the case may be, yes. we can take that quiet breath and in the shower in the morning. Yes. Okay. And then in that, it's in several of my channelings. People can go to my, um, my website or you can find me on YouTube at Color the Magic. Okay. That's my YouTube channel name. I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. 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 So, yeah. um, so they can go there and you can hear they walk through these skills in several channelings. Okay. Some of them, conscious breathing is in the title. Okay. Um, one of them, the second one was connecting consciously with your guides, mm -hmm. connecting consciously with your team. 
Okay. However you feel that to be, you can, if you've always had a connection with Mother Mary, you can call her in. You can just call in your council of guides of light. Everybody has a council. Okay. Everybody has a unique team of guides that you are their one project. Yes. You are the one being that they're, they're assigned to supporting your best and highest good. Yes. So when we consciously invite them in, we have, we are, we are a species in a planet where there's free will. Yes. And so they're waiting sometimes for our invitation, our, our request yes. to have them play a more active role in our lives. Lots of people say, well, I don't feel them. I don't see them. Right. It's a two-way conversation. And so that's a soul skill number two is just to invite them to be with you, just to bring their presence around you and surround yourself in that light and start forming, like have lunch with your guides. Yeah. Right. Right. Have I, would breakfast. Like, I would like to have a picnic because I'm like, right. I love nature. I love yes. being by the lake. I love doing picnics, but now I'm, I'm going to have a picnic with my You're With your, exactly, tofu scramble, you know, you... you <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not You're taking tofu scramble to the picnic. That's my <laughs> Sunday brunch. <laughs> okay. Tofu <laughs> scramble is my Sunday brunch. Now, I'll just have, I'll have a, a nice big uh, salad with um, vegan ch chicken strips. So it'll be a vegan yeah. chicken um, salad, yes. See? And, and that invites them, that kind of makes like a, an, a, I don't know if it's an appointment, appointment may, may be too much of a 3D word, but it's a gathering. You're calling them to a conversation yes. and yes. with regularity, you're yes. doing it and you're saying, uh, this is valuable to me and I want to meet you here at least once or twice a week, if not once a day, if you can yes. fit that in. Yes. And at sunset. I love going to the lake. I love meditating at the lake at sunset. So we're going to have an appointment at sunset. <laughs> See, and when you show up every time, the guides will start getting there on time or if not early because they anticipate the meeting. Yes. You'll start feeling them come in before you even get to the picnic, yes. right? Because they're around you. You've, you've set the tone of that connection. I love that. I love that because well, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> it's so good. And then there's two more. I'll say real quick because I, I don't know what our timing is. No, but there's no, we, we have plenty of time. It's my show. <laughs> oh, good. I love that. It's a timeless show. That's what channels need. They need timelessness. <laughs> yes, there's no rush. Take your time. Good, good. Well, so the third one was talking all about the chakras. And really the, I think they talked about the nine core chakras from, from our earth star chakra. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. It's below the root okay. all the way up to the soul star chakra that's above our crown. Okay. So there's really a core nine. Okay. That, um, we can I think connect. I have heard about that years ago, but um, I, I, I have heard that. Matter of fact, I think, no, okay. I, I, I'm not sure. I know that we think about seven in our bodies. Yes. And I have heard that years ago about there being more chakras. And there are actually, I think, hundreds of chakras in our bodies, actually. Okay. Channels who use their hands to automatic handwrite messages or people who journal. Yes. Our hands are the, what I've heard and what I experience is they're the most directly linked to our heart center chakra. The chakras in our hands, how they connect to our heart centers. Oh, wow. So when we're creating with our hands, when we're yes. writing with our hands, yes. right, we are connecting deep with our heart center in the most efficient way possible. Oh, wow. So there, right? So there are many chakras in our, in our bodies, but the core pillar yes. chakra that keeps us connected to the fifth dimensional energies and to the earth mother below, right? Okay. It, 
it strengthens us as soul in our day yes. and strengthens our homo luminousness in our being. Okay. And so they're talking about filling each chakra with light consciously. So when you're taking your potty break, yes. you can do the conscious breathing, you can connect with your guides, and you could even fill your nine core chakras. Yes. Once you get good at this little prayer, it could take you three minutes a day. I'm <laughs> smiling because I don't know how much how much my um my guides <laughs> and my team want to come into the bathroom with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not sure if they want to come into the bathroom. But it's okay. They're with you always, yes. in all ways. So unless you ask for a little privacy. Okay. And you could do that too. You could say, just here, I need a little moment to myself if you truly want that. So, so no one needs to be afraid that their guides are going to be there when they don't want them there. It's a communication. It's just okay. like saying, I want you here with me now. I need a little space right now. Okay. Right? It okay. go, you can do both. Okay. And so that was a big soul skill number three. There were deep messages that that whole channeling, you could go to my uh, Color the Magic or my, my website, and they really explain what's going on in each chakra and the debris and things we've been carrying in there, what the themes of those chakras are and how we can clear them out. Awesome. Awesome. And the fourth one, they just recently talked about, and they haven't done a full channeling on it, but they've mentioned it twice. Okay. is connecting to our talents as a direct lifeline to source. Yes. And we've, that is, we've talked a lot about that in this show, in this, in this program. Yes. And I think that is that. the essence of coloring the magic and the brilliance and the resplendence and just that divine presence and that light into our lives where we wake up every day and we're delighted to be here. Yes. When we're not connected to those talents, we're, we're kind of hooked into the 3D matrix yes. that has us stuck in the shoulds and the oughts and the have tos that is more a life of burden than it is brilliance. Yes, yes. And yes. so if you could just add in a little bit of trying to connect with, even if you, some people actually say to me, I don't know what my talent is. Yeah. And I usually prompt them and say, what's the thing that you love doing that you would do for free? Yes. That you would give away and you lose a sense of time doing it. And sometimes they still have to think about it. Yeah. And but there is always something. And so if some of us, if we've shut down our inner child long ago, mm -hmm. we've learned how to be such good adults that we don't know how to play anymore. Right. And the inner child and the soul presence inside us wants to play. That's what our talents are. So when you're playing in your talents, yes. you're connected to source. Yes. You're connected to the all that is. Yes. You're playing with me on this call right now. Right. This right. is one of your joys. This is something you're really good at. Yes. You're amazing yes. at connecting people, bringing this wisdom through, and you're so authentic in how you do it. You're having a good time. Yes. yes. Right? And people yes. can see that. Yes. Right? And so we all have to find what that thing is for us. Even if it's a little bit of a journey, you can find it. It can be. Just a little bit. So the key to that, though, to go within, to find it, to quiet the mind, to do the conscious breathing, whatever, because people will tell me, I can't meditate. Well, whatever, it doesn't, you don't have to call it meditation, just conscious breathing exercise. Focus on your breath. Listen to some high vibration music that will yes. just, you know, whatever will put you in a state of just kind of being still, put you in yeah. the stillness and then ask the question, ask the question to your higher self, to your guides. What is my talent? What is my purpose? It'll come. And yeah. then you, know, you got to just allow it to come. You can't demand it. I want to know now. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, it wants to come through you. Yes. That's when your talents are really living their best light is when they just come through you and you say, what was that? Oh, that, that was me. And that was my joy. Yes. Right? That was my joy showing up. Yes. And that's when we get delighted. We become yes. delighted when that happens. The ego is the one that's like, what is it? I'm going to find it. And that feeling of working hard, when you're working hard, yes. then you're not finding it because right. that's your cue that that's not it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. It's exactly. It's just following your bliss, being in your joy and, yeah. and, and um, trying to, it's not easy, but trying to not let the 3D matrix really dictate all of your steps and your actions. And that's what the majority of we humans, we allow the 3D matrix to dictate where we go and how we, how we show up in the world. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. And I think the blessing that's coming in more of these resets and these shakeups in the structures that we've trusted or put our faith in for so long mm -hmm. that really aren't wired for this light interconnectivity that we're moving into, this cooperation, this yeah. kindred, you know, this kindness and compassion. Exactly. Those are going to be falling away and we might our egos might respond and be shocked mm -hmm. that these things are happening and things are crumbling. Right. But really the gift in that chaos, the gift in that, in, in what's new and different in our world today is that it's making room for this something new and it's making room for this new way of listening yeah. and not listening to other people telling us that are outside ourselves yeah. who and what we should be, but it's a listening from the inside of who we already are. Exactly. We already are that light. Yes. We already are those talents. Yes. You may have brilliantly learned how to use those talents in those life in this life, yes. but you likely have had those talents through lifetimes. Exactly. And they just want to wake up inside you and show you your soul mastery yes. by having you express them through you that delights other people. Yes. And that's usually when that feeling of well-being and abundance and joy yes. and love and community finds us because we're vibrating that so much. That's but so it is a journey. Is there are people not experiencing that right now. And sometimes when people hear me talk this way, and I didn't experience this at one time, yes. we've all had those moments. And I still have moments of ups and downs. Yes. yes. We're not immune. Yes. We're not immune we're, to that. We're still in the 3D matrix. <laughs> and we I, are. I have to tell you, and sometimes the three, I have to remind myself, and it's a moment to moment thing. I have to remind myself not to allow the 3D matrix yes. to bring me down, to bring my frequency down. To lower your frequency. Yes. And I see it in many ways as sort of, um, I've described this sometimes as almost if like you had two circuit boards, right? And they could light up some light bulbs. Yes. The 3D matrix is one circuit board that lights up certain lights. Yes. And that's you. What's going to light you up? What's going to get your attention from 3D and light up your circuit board? Right. And what's going to light up your fifth dimensional circuitry and your fifth dimensional circuit board and all those lights? Yes. And the more you can learn how to, when it's time, to turn away from the 3D circuit board, it yes. isn't really what you're truly wired to be and designed to be. Exactly. And the more you can take conscious action steps that increase your frequency to yep. light up the other circuit board, exactly. right? You can see through the what's lighting up inside you yes. as giving you some cues about what your vibrational resonance is. Exactly. And, 
and it's a, it's a journey. I know early on I was responding more and more to the 3D world and yes. the stressful 3D world mm -hmm. until I learned how to more consciously and successfully choose feelings and vibrations and action steps that felt better. Yes. And now when some wave of unpleasant energy comes into my life, because it still happens sometimes. Yes, of course. I am so trained now that the minute that unpleasantness comes, I know to go and color the magic again. Okay. Okay. I know to reach for those talents and I go color or I go write or I go create something. Yes. And I'm instantly risen to that fifth dimensional frequency, yes. even though that unpleasantness still may need an answer yes. or I still may need to deal with whatever that is. Yes, definitely. But you, right? I, I find that when I go in that, that zone and because yes. um, I know that there is truly no time and that I'm not going to allow that unpleasantness to lower me so i'm going to raise my vibration to deal with it okay raise exactly. i was like wait a second okay unpleasantness wait a second i'm going to go over here right ground myself center myself raise my vibration and yes. then i'll deal with you from a higher vibration right yes. and sometimes we find when we do that the situation that first presented itself has already been already, altered by that higher vibration transformed it already it's amazing yeah. it is amazing yeah. and that's what i hope for any of your listeners yeah. anybody hearing our conversations that they get to have more and more of those experiences too and yeah. that we as a collective get to feel yeah. and live that more and more together because that's really what the new earth is is that becomes it becomes the luminous light and that joy all the time. Yes. All the time. Exactly. All the time. So beautiful. Please share with the listeners how they can find you again, your both your website, your YouTube channel. How can they get a hold of your books? Share all of that good stuff with our listeners. Okay. I will. So my website is frequencywriter.com. That's where you can see the text of my blogs and my videos in one place. And you can also see my eBooks. You can directly download my eBooks from that website. Um, if you want a paper copy, you can go to amazon.com or lulu.com and search shine your light my book series is called the shine your light book series but you can google my name i come up all over the web so if you look for my name marie moeller yeah. and you look for shine your light books i'll show up at amazon and barnes and noble and lulu.com places like that awesome. and then i'm on youtube at color the magic that's my youtube channel's name okay and i just happen to have right here. I don't know. Can you see this? Yes. I can this is see. my color the magic book. That was the eighth book I finished in the series and interesting for you too. Cause the whole story is about my journey as a star being huh? coming into this world, remembering the magic journeying into a world that had forgotten the magic yes. so that I forgot too. Yes. And then going on a journey to remember the magic again. Beautiful. So it's a beautiful story, especially for star kids, especially for these indigo kids yes. um, that need that reflection of their own light and their own story. Yes. And then I just want to mention my nonprofit is wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org. Okay. You can find us on YouTube as well. Okay. Um, and we are putting out free content every month. We have a theme okay. that we are we're teaching and sharing about the journey of personal transformation, this okay. bridge of the fourth dimension to the fifth dimension, right? Yes. We're teaching the skills that go all the way from the ego and the conditioned self 
okay. um, all the way through our higher dimensional selves. And it's kind of, it's intended to be to start a 12 month journey. So we started in January. Okay. Right. And we have themes for each month that are leading people through this inner journey inside yes. and giving them some skills to help them navigate, leaving a little bit of the third dimensional matrix, finding some skills that strengthen them inside. So they start opening to more of who they really are. Wow. So, I so we, that. That, that's our um, nonprofit uh, that people can check out too. Awesome. So thank you. Well, thank you. I just love what you're doing. It's amazing. <laughs> Sharing, shining your light and sharing yeah. with all of humanity to help inspire everyone to do the same. So yeah. I, I think that is so, so wonderful. I love, like I said, I know that just having this show and having people like you on, having these conversations and sharing these conversations with the world, my, my hope is to inspire. And I always say inspire. Yes. Never call myself a teacher or a guru. I just want to inspire mm -hmm. everyone to go within and yeah. into the truth that resonates inside their heart and soul and live it and bring it out and shine it because only they can only they can yeah. bring their piece of the puzzle to the entire puzzle yes exactly exactly yeah. well it's a gift to connect with you today and to all of your listeners i send light and blessings to everyone and thank you so much thank you so much marie and we will definitely keep in touch okay, okay. let's do it so much yes we must nothing with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.